You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech, featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Oh, that's us. We're the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Geek Nerd Tech on Black Hollywood Live, GNT on BHL. I'm here. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined, as always, by the the light-skinned Gordon Parks, Achilles Shine. Hello, hello, all. all right. And the, uh, the the Latino Flash Gordon. I don't know. Gordon. <laughs> Work on it. Work on it. Nando. Nando Bell. <laughs> Nando Velasquez. How you doing, Nando? Yeah, what's up? How you doing? And, and me, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the dark-skinned uh, Gordon Jump. I don't know. From Gordon Lightfoot. Go, from TV's WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh. Mr. Carlson. Mr. Venus uh, Flytrap. No, that's Tim Reed. Oh, okay, never mind. If you're going to be a nerd on the nerd show, you better get your nerd. Venus Flytrap was in WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, he was. All but, right. But he's played by Tim Reed. Okay. Gordon Jump Gordon. Was, played, was played was Mr. Carlson. That's he right. He was played by. Yes, he was a station owner. Yeah, he was a station General owner. manager. Who was, yeah, exactly. Yes, we're old. No one knows what the <laughs> F we were talking about. I don't know what the <laughs> you hell you're talking about. WKRB in Cincinnati. Sorry, bro. I'm from LA, like, bro. I'm from LA. Radio was a big deal. That radio was a big deal. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a, just a baby. And I was just a boy. Nanda was 30. Anyway. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. It's, it, it's, it's our version of, uh, of geek culture, nerd, cult, nerd culture, and tech culture from a perspective of uh, from our perspective, from a culturally diverse perspective, um, we, like we talk about all the time, we know and think that us as as minorities and Latinos and uh, African Americans and and uh, and everyone in this room and beyond are large consumers of nerd culture and geek culture and and tech culture, and so we want to try to do a show that that gives it our perspective, our our perspective on these things, uh, especially the nerd and the geek side. So um, that's what we're doing. Um, every week, we're going to try to have. Uh, some new 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 tech devices to sort of talk about some some things to sort of review. We're going to go out in the world and and try some things out or read about some things and try to tell them tell you guys what you should be buying, what you shouldn't be buying, what you should have, what you shouldn't have. We're also going to be uh, talking about our favorite tech stories of the week every week. We'll try to do that, uh, but most of all, we're going to have guests. We're going to have guests in studio and on the phone every week. It's mostly going to be sort of a a guest driven interview show. We can actually have the opportunity to talk up to people who are in the world. Of, of nerd culture and geek culture and tech culture, but that's not going to happen today because we do not have a guest, so it's just us, which is good. Which is good. But I do want to talk about, there's lots to talk about here. I want to get jump right into our tech stories of the week. I want to jump into, uh, uh, well, there's a few things to talk about. I mean, Akili, um, what, 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 what did you have this week? What did, what did you want to talk about? Man, I wanted to, to touch on the Obamacare, man. I, you know, I'm a big fan of Barack Obama and being the guy that's, you know, a, a millennial and a lot of my friends <clears throat> in peer group, they don't have health insurance. And so right. this big momentous occasion of being able to have health insurance across the board for everyone and then looking at the platform that was developed and how glitch heavy it is, is kind of a big disappointment. Right. You go to the site, you search for a plan, and you can't 
input information. You can't get information. It's just all jacked up. It's all messed up. And I think that was a big thing in the news because Obama's getting a lot of scrutiny because he finally got it passed legally. And, you know, the right the right side of Congress is really giving him shit for it. Right. And so it's just disappointing because we want him to win. We want this to be a, a victorious situation. But it's just not being managed right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I think not everyone wants him to win, obviously, clearly. I'm saying, I said we. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not everyone wants him to win. But, yeah, this is, a, this is a real problem, real shame. And, you know, um, I mean, not to get overly political on the show, but, you know, it's a real shame because this is something, a situation where he, we fought very hard to get health care, which is a fundamental thing that we, most Americans agree that we want. But to have this thing be implemented and have it be really sort of, you know, marred by this huge technical hiccup is is really a shame. Especially this, 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 this is the day and age where you know, in the in, in the in the day and age of the Homeland Security and NSA, and and they can listen to every phone call. They can have a drone fly over your house and and drop a bomb while you go to the bathroom. Whatever you do, it like in this day and age, they can see and know everything. Everything I think that this level of a technological sort of mishap, I don't call it a fail, is really inexcusable. I mean, for a rollout. It is a fail because you got to think it. They had two and a half years to develop this. They spent over three hundred million dollars to like to build this. Six different companies were contracted to to make this work. For like, I mean, before it was you know launched, they had you know the site crash with only a few hundred people on the site. And so was that so was that server issues because it's like usually you know when didn't know something hits demand, it's like what the server issues? Why 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 do they crash and why weren't they ready for it? From my research, it sounds like it's a coding issue. Mm. Um, it doesn't sound like it's a traffic issue. Even though 20 million people have visited the site in the first three weeks, like people are saying it's a coding issue. When you mm. type in your information or you you're you're looking for you're searching for things, it's just the things aren't popping up. Right. So I think that's the biggest problem. Well, that's with it. That, now that's it's infrastructure. Well, that's that, inexcusable because yeah. because you, you can make the excuse of like, oh, well, we the servers we weren't ready for the volume, and that's which is also not. It's kind of bullshit to a certain degree, but at least then you can feel like, well, we'll just, they weren't ready for all the people, and that's good news. But to say that, like, we were actually ready for the people, but when they got there, it wasn't coded right, which means that the infrastructure wasn't right, and which means that it wasn't actually put together properly is inexcusable. I don't know, Nando, what do you, what do you think? I mean, you know, you're, 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 you're a Republican. Dang. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm, I'm, Call I, me I, out like that. I don't. Even, I don't know. You libertarian. I don't, I don't, you. No, yes, I have no idea what your political affiliation is. I have no idea. Is. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, no, Marine pot. Now no, you're, our friendship you're, you're, is you're, done. You're a geekitarian. I'm a geekitarian. Well, look, I mean, <laughs> look. I, I think when when Achilles says we, I think he's speaking for all three of us at least, right. as, as opposed to a lot of other people right now who really benefit from this package. Right. And. If anything, I mean, it's a bit appalling. I mean, it's just I know we're going to talk a little bit more about other uh, other political things later on in the show. Sure. But I, I just think it's just a, a, it's a no brainer. Right. I know I'm not saying much. I'm being very vague on this. No. But uh, well, I, I so I just I'm just more interested in the in in how the how of the well. Okay, there's there's one thing that I do know. So it is we should say that in the states there is something to agree that in the states where. Um, you know, people are sort of pro Obamacare. Mm-hmm. It seems to be working. Like here in California, there's less problems, and other states there's less problems. The problems are the red states that are with, with, the, with the governors that are opposed to Obamacare. They shockingly are having more problems, and you know, it, 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 
it, it's hard to really run things from a federal level, like at a federal level, without help of the individual states, you know, without what state level government helping you out, or without even your municipalities and each of these big cities helping you out. So, I mean, this is kind of the Republican, this is sort of the GOP point, which is like, you know, big government can't do everything, you need our helps. But at a certain point, it's the law of the land, can't we all sort of like, you know, help to push this thing through or is it or is it, or is it just simply it's bad code <laughs> i mean I, I think you hit it right on the head man it's a technological issue and it's a management issue mm. because you roll out something this big like you got to have your ducks in a row you got to have your your, your your eyes dotted and your t's crossed and i feel like i mean obama you know was promoting it hard he's going hard for it as he should and so he should have had he should have had his team strong and i feel like it's just a bad look and of course they're going to use it to you know, push their agenda. Told you it wasn't going to work, right? You know what I mean, so big government can't do everything. I know, I get it. Well, so so what? what so what's the prognosis? What are we looking at? Like, is it? I mean, how how is the? What is the fix? How is the fix? Is it too late? Has the damage been done? Is it like slowly? I mean, what, what's what's the fix for this? I mean, there's two schools of thought. One school of thought is you can just fix it, you know, change the code, or it might have to be a, a complete overhaul. Mm-hmm. And if it's a complete overhaul, then it's definitely a failure because right. how much money has been invested, how much time has been invested. And so I'm, I would give my man six months. I would give him till February, March to get it together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then we can make you know, our judgments then. No, well, you know, I, I, look, I, I, I want health care and I, uh, you know, I'm a fan of, of Obama and the White House, but this is inexcusable. So get Agreed. it together, brah. Mm-hmm. Brah. <laughs> <laughs> get it together. All right. So next, uh, that, that's my thoughts on that. I mean, you, you know, let, let us know how you feel about that as well. You can, you know, uh, via, via Twitter and, and then your, on iTunes and everything else. So also, uh, what, what else happened? I mean, Akili, I know we, what, the shifting gears, you know, dramatically. Yeah. There was also a big announcement by, um, by what's, what's the company? Rim? Well, yeah, BlackBerry Rim. Yeah. yeah, and what's 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 what happened, man? So I was just just this story was interesting to me because five years ago everyone had a BlackBerry, right? Like that was like the the phone that you know you you coveted yeah. to have, and like now the landscape is completely different. It's right. a it's an iPhone Android market. BlackBerry right. is is nothing gone. But what was really dope about BlackBerry was BBM BlackBerry messaging. You're able to have an IM platform where you could quickly, efficiently. You know, send messages to your friends. It could be a one-on-one chat. It could be a group chat. You could send photos. You could ping. And, like, those things were so cool in 2008. Mm-hmm. And, like, fast forward now, like, the market has exploded with, you know, different IM platforms. And where sure. is BlackBerry? Well, okay. Not in the discussion. Here, here's here's big. So I, I, was an early, I was an early iPhone. I was an early adapter on the iPhone. And I, I had the BlackBerry. Uh, and I had, and I think the last BlackBerry I had, oof, I mean, I, we have to, I, it has to go back to I don't know, 2000. Well, I had the first generation iPhones. When, I, when did iPhones drop? I don't remember. iPhones dropped about 2007. Seven? Yeah. Okay. So 2007, that was my last BlackBerry. And I was a diehard BlackBerry guy to slow uh, convert to the iPhone, which I've, I've been an iPhone ever since. But the point is, I was never a big BBM guy. I think by the time that was happening, I wasn't really on BBM. I think BBM sort of really got popular, at least whether I know, maybe like in 2008 ish where people were really like on the BBM. Mm. So I never really understood because to me like the difference between like texting and BBMing or even what I'm doing with my iPhone now, because if you have another iPhone, it's like instant. Like it's direct. Like I can instant I can text you, you get it, I get it back. It's pretty instant. So I never understood what the big deal with BBM was. So can you explain to me what BBM versus texting is or was? I mean in two thousand eight, BBMing someone versus texting someone 
it was more efficient, more faster. It had a, a better u- utility purpose to BBM. It was faster. Like you would get the yeah. message, you would see that they read it. Like it was it, just it, easier instead it didn't of feel have, like it was going up to space and then coming back down. <laughs> but, you know, the workflow was easier. Like right. like for instance, if you text someone, you have to press send versus with BBM, you text, you return, and that sends, and you keep texting. You hit the return key, oh, okay. it sends. So like it's just a faster workflow. Right. It just made it easier for for you to correspond and communicate with your friends. Got it. And versus a text, if you do a group text. Like, it's hard to, at that time, it's hard to interact with multiple people versus BBM. Like, it's going simultaneously almost. Okay. So. Okay, so in 2000, so, you know, for me, I never really saw, okay, BBM, I never really used it, so I didn't really feel it. But, so the people that were like, I'm keep staying with BlackBerry because of BBM, and then they all went away, and, you know, God bless BlackBerry, went away. So now BlackBerry makes this announcement. We're bringing BBM to the Androids and the iPhones. What, what, Why? What does that mean? Why do I want? Why do I care? I think I think the strategy for them is really to capitalize on their brand equity, what little left they have. Right. Because I mean, BlackBerry is, is not a major force in the marketplace. People aren't buying those devices anymore. So no. this app, like, was kind of like their premier feature. And so to be able to to have it cross platform now, I think is is a good strategic move. And you got to think like in one day, ten million people downloaded the app, which is which is pretty significant. Yeah, and so it shows that there is still a demand and a want for at least BBM to be successful, even if it's for nostalgic purposes. Hey, I remember using BBM, or if it's for a utility utilitarian perspective. So, so wait, so is is was the app free? The app is free. Okay, I downloaded it. Um, you have to wait in line. They send you a, a pin. Uh-huh. A pin code, and then once you have your your BBM pin, then you're you're back in the game. All your friends that have Blackberries now, and you can you can communicate with all, them. all two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Nando, were you a Blackberry guy? I was not a Blackberry guy. Where, no, where, where did you I, go I, from? I remember Blackberry. You went from the old flip phone. I went from the, the uh, dial the no. dial dial <laughs> rotary. StarTech. Oh, StarTech. The, 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 the sidekick. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You know what? When Palm started making their phones, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. went actually from the Palm, which I love the organization oh, yeah, of doing yeah, yeah. that. You had the That's stylus right. out. Oh, the stylus. I okay. went from that to the. I remember, iPhone. I remember those. Yeah. So you were an early adapter in the other way, like like because you were you already with the t- stylus. Exactly. I love those phones too. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't get those though. No. No, I didn't. I went the stupid black. The keyboard was too damn small sometimes. It yeah. Was a little bit of a pain, but yeah, yeah I, I dug those. So. so I mean, so what do you? So as a, as a if you're like me, do you get it? Do you do you understand it? Will you use it? Do you, you know, do it's you not something that I've tried. I, I've heard about it, and I haven't downloaded it yet. I didn't. You know, I I, I got to download it. I've actually used some other texting apps that are out there on uh, on the uh, iPhone, like GroupMe, which is a really nice one. What's that? GroupMe is a great one where you have all your friends, and you pretty much you just. You're just texting them, and it's free, obviously, so you don't have to worry about anybody who uh, doesn't have uh, enough time or enough text per month. And you could really follow a thread, and right. you just keep getting alerts and notifications every time. So it's been really helpful. I have a bunch of, like, groups that I'm a part of, like, projects. Sounds like Grope Me. It's, well, <laughs> maybe that's the adult version of it, but it's Grope Me. <laughs> okay. So that's a really good one. Uh, I haven't compared that to BBM, but I'm definitely willing to check, take a look, and maybe in a future show we'll, we'll compare the two, because I well, think Grope Me's really good. Well, so what do you, so what's your, what's your, uh, your final thought on BBM? Are you, wait, were you, you were a BBM dude, right? I was a BBM Okay, dude. so you're excited about this. I mean, I'm excited about it because of the, the nostalgic aspect of it. Right. Like a lot of my friends still have, like a few of my friends have an iPhone and a BBM. And they only have, a, a, excuse me, a BlackBerry because of BBM. Right. And so now with this app, it's like now you're able to, you know, have the the best of both worlds, essentially, okay. and, on you know, your iPhone. Nostalgia is good, 
but it wears out after. Yeah, isn't it? That's the only thing. It is this, and I know, look, I know with everything. And with everything, you get used to something. Like, I remember, you know, when the iPhone first dropped, and everyone's like, I can't. There's there's no tactile screen. I'm touching a glass. That's Touching glass is weird. And now everyone's like, touching glass is no big deal. But, and then, uh, and even recently, you know, we saw this with the the new rollout, the new uh, uh, OS 7. Rollout, yeah. Everyone's like, I don't. It looks looks weird. It's moving, and, and you now get used you know, to it. exactly. You get used to it. So, is this? I mean, so is this a case where like, is it really that much more functional? Is, is the functionality really? Because I might do I need to jump back to the BBM? Am I, am I going to be like, oh, BBM? This is more efficient, or is it, well, I've never missed it. I'm, I'm comfortable with using iMessage. Yes. So, I mean, okay. BBM is cool, like. But I, I think I can get the job done with iMessage. Like you See. said, there's other there's other apps that's out. Like you have Snapchat or like WhatsApp, and the, and the one that you referred to, Group Me. Group right. Me. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of, in terms of it competing with these other apps, like I don't I don't really see it as a competitive. Force. It does have a brand. It does have a brand. It does have yeah. a brand, and and there is some loyalty involved in that. That's so what it I, is. I will give yeah. that. And as someone who hasn't had a BlackBerry, I, I'm no problem testing it out. Right. And I think that's really the best thing that you can do when you have that brand. Backing some new software, right? All right. So. Well, well, we'll get back to that in, 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 a, in a later show. We'll, we'll do a deeper dive on that and see what, what if this lasts. My prediction is, you know, it seems kind of gimmicky. It seems like a last ditch effort for for BlackBerry Rim to like to sort of stay relevant. And you know, God bless them, but <laughs> it's over. It's over. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Man. Sorry, iPhones. It's over. <laughs> Here it is. All right. So, uh, Nando, what do you got? What do you got for us? Well, you know, I wanted to talk about, uh, speaking of Apple, speaking of iPhones, uh, Apple had a big announcement yesterday, and and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about the iPads, but we're going to talk about Mavericks because that's the new operating system, uh, the latest update from Apple. It's named after a beach out in Northern California. They they Mm -hmm. ran out of cats. They no ran more cats. out of cats. They, they, they can't, yeah, I yeah. don't know. So the best thing I'll, about... They couldn't do Black... I was, I was waiting for Black Panther. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's coming. That would have been awesome. I think I'll... that would have been, been... I could see the marketing for that. would have been really that strong. Is so right? That would have been awesome. I really wanted Black Panther, but we didn't. Oh. Lion, no, tiger, lion, snow leopard. Yeah. Uh, what, I don't know. What else do we have? Oh, is it Mountain a, Lion? Mountain Lion is the last one. Last one. Yeah. No Black Panther. I was holding out for the Black Panther. <laughs> Puma would have been good right. too. Puma? Puma. Puma would have been good. Yeah, that's already a brand. Uh, we should. They should. I would. I wanted them to run out of cats, so they have to go like Tabby. Yeah. Spotted. <laughs> Siamese. <laughs> Siamese. <laughs> Cheshire. All that stuff. A Cheshire. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the, what's the name of the Paula Duel? Um, Animated cat, MC Scat Cat. Yeah, I would yes. love. I would love IO's, IO MC Scat Cat. That world's be great. greatest animated rapper. There you go. Awesome. No, so anyway, <laughs> so Mavericks was uh, available as of Tuesday today, uh, Tuesday this week, and it was the first one in quite a while that has been free. It's been a free, free update, yes. which is something everyone loves. It's obviously been the fastest downloaded uh, operating system on Mac yes. because of that. Uh, Mountain Lion last year I believe, was twenty. Yeah, free ninety nine. Yes. So uh, last year's I think uh, Mountain Lion was. 20 bucks, and, and that's usually about the price that you have to pay to get them. So you can just go to the App Store and download it, like the screen that we have up for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, it's pretty much, and it's a pretty easy download. I, uh, full disclosure, I have not, I did not download what? Mountain Lion. No, no, I did not download Mountain Lion oh, okay. because I didn't want to pay 20 bucks last year and it right. wasn't much of an upgrade. So, so this is more or less my impressions going from Lion to, uh, to Mavericks. Sure. But I really enjoy it. For the most important thing about it, and I see the, uh, OS systems are doing this more and more, is the battery life's improved. Yeah. It's amazing just doing the, the, just the works that they do inside with the processing and everything that they can actually improve the battery life. And even more so, if you have a MacBook, if you have a, a portable, and you click 
on the battery life. Of, well, obviously, if you have a battery life, you're not plugged in. Uh, if you click over, or hover over the battery sign, not only does it tell you how much battery life you have left, but it tells you what apps are using up the most energy. energy. So fine. you can just say, oh, man, I didn't realize I left iMovie on. Let me turn that off. It's, t- it's taking up a lot of my energy. I need to keep yeah. this on. That's how the iPhone is, too. Like, if you have a lot of apps open, yeah. like, it sucks the battery. So that's why well, they like, tell you to close the app. That's why they tell you to close the apps exactly. all the time. But that now, for this, at least it's great because you know exactly what apps you can. If you need to have certain apps on and, and you're nowhere near a charger, you know what to shut off to at least save some more battery life. I love great. I love yeah, the idea, like, it just, just to piggyback on that. And I, I, I downloaded it two nights ago, yeah. Mavericks, and I did have Mount Lion, and um, I still like I like the difference. I like that it's free. Yeah. I, do, I do like that. I, <laughs> That's I do, a big difference. But I do like the I do like the difference. But I really am sort of amazed and fascinated by the innovation. You know, talk about we're talking about the opposite of what happened with you know with, with Obama. Why did they Why did they call Tim Cook? Why did Obama call Tim Cook? And and and, and Jonathan Ivy, whatever his name is, yeah. these guys seem to get it right every damn time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't understand that, but. Uh, I do love the fact that they're making these innovations via software. Like, in other words, you can you can affect your hardware, like your battery life, as you just said, yeah. by them just making these gigantic software tweaks and increasing your battery I life. I mean, really, to get all uh, without getting too technical, because I, well, I might mess it up anyway. Tech. It's get technical. Tech. But just just it's just really about the the way that the machine works, like just the processing itself. You're not changing anything else other than just a couple of of a couple of. Uh, formulas in there. Right. Which is which is which is really smart for them to do. And I think that's one thing that I do like about Apple. Yeah. One of the things they do every single um keynote and every rollout is one of their high priorities every time is how can we extend battery life? Efficiency. Yeah. It's all about efficiency. Efficiency every time. Let's get smaller You know, and, 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 and longer. But let's be honest here. I mean, people don't just download. I mean, it's great to have battery life, but I think people usually want to see the bells and whistles. Of course. And, and True. that's not really a bell and whistle. No, but. It's just a nice added extra. It in is. There. But I just, I'm just giving, I'm just giving maybe the props that they don't, they don't oh, get. Yeah. Every time they figure out a way to make the battery life longer. Or maybe they don't. Maybe it's just something they say. Oh, trust yeah, me. I, I was going to say, I think that's more of a marketing thing. Right. To be like, you think really? Yes, increase the battery life. You're like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 0.3% longer. <laughs> like, oh, I knew it. Well, what's great about, what's so funny about iPhones is they pack more and more stuff in, or not just iPhones, all phones in general, smartphones, they pack more and more stuff in there, and your battery life goes, so you can't even make, a, you don't even have time to make a phone call sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's like, because it's all the apps that you wanted, and everything that you wanted that, that they sold you on, meanwhile, your phone can barely make a phone call, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I hate that kind of stuff, but also, what's really good, when you first open it up, it they actually try to make it look a little bit like the like the new um, iPhone version, Right. Uh, so, uh, calendar looks different, it doesn't look as bad as calendar on the iPhone, or the iApps, actually. Yeah. It looks Thank more goodness. normal. Thank goodness. That yeah. was a little too much. But you could see that it's closer uh, to what the iPhone and iPad have. I wonder if you're going to see, because there's certain things about this, back deck to the whole iPhone rollout. Mm. I do love the, I mean, people were talking about the, the uh, I guess we have the art direction of the design of this, and it's kind of, I, I do sort of like the minimalist design of the iPhone, but some people don't like it. It works for some things, it doesn't work for others. I think it, in some ways it works really, really great mm. as far as the overall look of the phone, the font, and the overall art direction but on the calendar it it seems like a massive fail i wonder if they're going to be able to have some sort of thing where you can adjust to the old calendar or you can there's a third party app you can get because i agree the calendar function well well, there's definitely there are always third party apps for everything because apple never really gives you a choice on their look but there's always somebody out there so i would just suggest looking on the app store i haven't really looked for any myself but i'm sure there are there i know tempo calendar on the iphone is a good one there's some other stuff but let me just quickly mention a couple of the other things because they're really some cool ones first of all safari uh, now is integrated with uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, and I think it's good. Uh, not yet with Facebook, but 
it's about to be. If you use the reading list on Safari, which is a great thing when you have something, you see something to read and you want to save it. They have another one called Shared Links now, oh. which is all the links that your friend network share. Oh. So you could actually go into that file and see all the links that your friends were tweeting out or putting on LinkedIn, for example, oh, wow. or, or Facebook. So that's really helpful. Twitter, there's a lot of integration. The notifications. Is that a feed? Wait, how's that work? It's kind of like a feed. It's, so you it, click on the thing over here and yeah, it's like, it's like it'll, it'll give me a feed of every so – so on my Twitter feed, when people are like, check this out, it'll appear. It's on Safari. Yeah, you can just pull up a list of them on oh, Safari. Amazing. So it's integrated in that as well as uh, also everything's really integrated really, really well. It's very smooth. Uh, I like the notifications. I hear there were notifications in Mountain Lion. They seem to work really, really well. I used an app called uh, Growl to get my notifications before. Mm-hmm. I don't even need that anymore. This is really, really good. When you have a new email, it comes up on the on the upper yeah. uh, right hand, all these yeah. little things. And, and, no, and, not, and, not, that's a Mountain Lion feature, by the way. Yeah, but, it's a, yeah. yeah, but they've improved. From what I've read, at least they've improved on it. Well, they've added a reply button. So now when it comes oh. up. Yeah. It'll say like and it was you know Achilles Shine and it'll say reply and I'm like deny, <laughs> but normally yeah <laughs> no and then, yeah and then not only is the integration with uh, social networks but also I mean Apple was bragging about this and I know people like to joke about Apple uh, Apple Maps but yep. it's a lot easier now it works more on on a. Uh, on the on the screen on a on a computer right. as opposed to on your iPhone where you can get Google Maps. First of all, you can always you can always use Google Maps on your computer yeah, anyway. Yeah, sure. But it's great to go into a calendar and try and find a location and Apple Maps opens up automatically and tells you how far and how long it'll take. Uh the other thing they promoted that that uh, on the surface doesn't seem that big a deal is iBooks, but mm-hmm. it actually is uh really good. On your laptop, really? uh, for iBooks, yeah. Well, most I've people, never like iBooks. Never did it for me. Well, like, here's it never the thing. Quite... Do you read at all? Do you use a Kindle? Do you use any yeah, of those? Do things? you read at all? Read? Do you read? <laughs> read? Do, no, yes, words, no. Paragraphs, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what your punctuation. No, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do read. All right. Thank you, well, Nando. And the, I do. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, if you use uh, Apple's been promoting iBooks as more of a textbook application for students, which right. is great for them. Right. And what this causes is, if you open up, let's say, something in iBooks, you can highlight stuff. You can move it to, to another uh, thing. You can put it uh, on an email. You can put it in notes. You can start looking at other things. It, it, it's more interactive on the computer than it would be, let's say, reading your Kindle or or pulling something but up on it, your iPad. Isn't it, it already like that on the iPad? It is up to a certain point, but there's a lot more you can do on the laptop. So it is actually an interesting feature. I, I don't think it's a, a feature that people go, oh my god, I want to get iBooks. Let me, right. just, <laughs> let me just download this thing right now. I think the Safari functions and also the Finder functions are really good. Finder uh, windows you can now put in different uh, tabs, right. like like you're in Safari. So it's great. You can just uh, switch from tab to tab really easily. It, organizationally, if you're a power user, it's really, really good. How do, you, how do you feel about it? Just, you know, the the last one, we'll move on from this, but mm. how do you feel it's doing? Because we, we've always had, I mean, since, I don't know, 1980, you know, we've had this sort of, uh, 1982, we've had this, like, Windows versus, um, you know, the, whatever the Mac operating system would be at, at the time. And mm. it's something like there's always this back and forth, like, you know, Mac would come out with this great OS, and then in my opinion, Windows sort of copy it, you know, and then yeah. do a version of that. Mm. And then it's always been sort of that. And it's like Windows has been in this constant battle to sort of get their operating system like Mac. But now it seems with this new version of Windows, and that, that I think this, what, 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 um, what, um, Microsoft has done with this last this whole new platform with Windows that's integrated the same on your on your smartphones as it is on your on your computers yeah. as it is on your uh, Xbox. I love that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not a, I'm not a Mac. I mean I'm not a PC user at all except for Xbox. But um, I love that. It seems like 
Apple is trying to go more towards that. Is that do you, do you find that, do you, or, or, or do you think this is still a different thing? I, you know, I think they're they're start, starting to get a little more similar. I, right. I can agree with that, but I think Apple still is very, you know, in innovative. its own in its own place. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely, I yeah. think they're very innovative. And like when I look at the operating system for for a PC versus Mac, like to me the Mac is way more cleaner. It's more sophisticated. Yeah. Sure. It's more intuitive for especially for a creative. Like I feel like it's perfect for a creative versus a right. PC. It's more for like a student or maybe for like a parent right. or you know more or a kid like right. so and again yeah. it really this this uh, operating system really simplifies things as far as social networks and using sure. apps it, it, it really is cleaner and simpler right now and the last question like, uh, how, how is apple maps doing for you because i'm i'm actually getting used to it like i'm actually you know i was really i was really like ah, well, this is the worst thing ever i mean for my phone they've made a lot of improvements on it and they really keep improving it improving improving on the phone i'm really kind of okay with it now i'll tell you right now i do not use apple and i once in a while, I'll use Google because ne- ever since they allowed us to now download Google, uh, I have that. But I use a I use one called Waze, W A Z E, yes, I which love is that. really awesome. And I'm really looking to see if Apple and Google start jumping on to some of the features that Waze has because it's yeah. really good. It's a social networking site that really gets you places a lot faster. It, it gives you updates. It tells you where your friends are on the road. If you're if you're going to the same place with multiple people on Waze, like let's say you and me, like the three of us were going someplace, and I got there first, I can go on Waze and see oh. Joe Braswell's going to be late. Hey. I can see that. So. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired by Danda. But no, but it's really, it's really cool. Or I can send a message to you. Uh, of course, you're driving. You can't look at it. But Waze right. is a really, really good app. So if you have a mobile device, uh, I think it's for Android and iPhone, Waze, W-A-Z-E. Let me, let me ask this. Why do you guys think in the landscape today that Apple dropped this operating system for free versus all the previous you know, rollouts you had to pay? Why do you think this time it was free? For that very reason. I think, for that very reason. I think that they've gotten, you know... Well, when, when they when they rolled out the iPhone C and the iPhone 5S, like Wall Street sort of reacted negatively because the price points were still up. I think that what people are expecting from Apple, which never friggin' happens, mm. is that the raw new product and the price points will drop. And that's one of the things they always try to work on. They always try to do this trick where, like, here's the new thing. It's a bajillion dollars. But here's the old crappy thing. and But it's only $99 now. But so they do that. So I think there's Apple gets a lot of heat for their price points, especially in comparison. Yeah. So I think this is their way of being like, hey, we can give free shit, too. I think it's a little bit more than that. I think it's also uh, just taking the thunder away from Windows 8.1, which which is not True. a major update, but it just takes away the, uh, the pressure from Windows. And then also, I, it did get some heat. Uh, Apple did get some heat for their new iOS because of the look. Right. Yeah, and and you know what? I, the features are great. All the critics say they love the features, but everyone keeps harping on the look, and that's the first thing. And the first thing I noticed when I downloaded this for free is it looks awesome. And you know what? Why do you want to spend twenty bucks on an operating system if it ends up looking like the operating system you weren't happy with on your iPhone? Yeah, you fair know, enough, fair enough. So I think that's part of it too. It's kind of almost like giving a little customer service back. Right. You don't you don't see it as a, a lack of domination or kind of like a, a retraction. Like in terms of their positioning in the market, oh, they're retreating. Like, oh, here's some free stuff. Like us, there's yeah. a little bit of that, but I, I, I think it's uh, well, it's just good, good sense right now. Plus, you know, it's a great time to piggyback that off of uh, off of their other announcements. I think that, like, and before we move on here, I do think that you know, I, you know, Apple, you know, since the passing of Steve Jobs, I mean, it's been you know heavily reported, and you know that Apple is sort of like seems to be slipping creatively and seems to be slipping in the marketplace, but. You know, and you know, companies like Samsung and 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 Motorola and these other companies are really gaining ground, and and, and you know, Google and mm. and software companies, like Microsoft, Google. So uh, it, 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 it it is kind of hard. It's actually hard for a company like Apple. You think that they're one company, they're fending off like 
everyone else. It's yeah. not just like it's not like you know Apple versus Microsoft anymore. It's Apple versus Microsoft, and Apple versus Google, and Apple versus Samsung, and Apple versus Motorola, and Apple versus Rim, BlackBerry, which they won that one. But you know, so like it's it's it's. It, I think in all that being said, they're still doing a good job. I mean, it's kind of a hard thing. I'm saying as a diehard Mac guy, hmm. you know, but I don't know. We're all Mac users. But speak, speaking of, uh, of of Mac, we'll we'll. Well, thank you for joining us on one of their platforms, iTunes. You know, which is which is a wonderful, wonderful way to get this show. If, if you're listening to us now, you probably downloaded us on iTunes, and thank you very much for doing show. So we appreciate it. Um, please you know, rate us. We're a new show. It's show number two. We have a lots, lots more to do. We're, we're finding our way, but we're going to get there and be able to deliver you the best content we possibly can. So please give us your feedback and, and rate us on iTunes, uh, one through five, preferably five, and. And, uh, and check us out again on BlackHollywoodLive.com as well. So um, that's, that's what I have to say about that. I wanted to talk about this whole Don Yelton oh, controversy, man. man. Like, you know, on, on a, you know, you know. So if you watch, uh, let me just a little background here. So the Daily Show, uh, John Stewart uh, did a great piece. Um, well, one of the normal sort of like Daily Daily Show type pieces where they took uh, a Seif, a Seif, uh, um Oh God, I pronounced the name. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Asif Madel. Oh, I can't. Asif. Um, now I'm not. Now I'm not. Asif Mandi. Asif Mandi. Asif Mandi. Asif Mandi. Okay, one more time. The Daily Show took their correspondent Asif Mandi <laughs> <laughs> and did this great piece. It was really funny. I mean, The Daily Show is known for all their their. They, they've launched all a lot of great comedians out of their correspondent spot from obviously Steve Carell and Steve Colbert and. Uh, and Helms. Helms and you know and uh uh and and, and more like and just a ton John of people. Oliver John Oliver yeah so 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 Asif Manvi is like he's he's great too and he's if you don't know who he is check him out he's he's doing his thing so he did this great piece where he interviewed he, we talked about the voter suppression act right the, the, the not the voter suppression act the vote voting rights act which was uh passed in the 60s 1965, uh, 1965 to help Basically, with, with discrimination against suppression and discrimination against uh, people of color voting, and the Supreme Court recently just sort of struck that down, saying like basically, if, if effectively, you know, uh, racism is over and there's no more, there's no need for this rule. Everything's equal now. So he went out and he talked to jo- Representative John Lewis, uh, who is a who's a civil rights activist and and has been around forever in, in the civil rights game since since before the '60s with Martin Luther King and other. And he also went and talked to. Uh, Mr. GOP, uh, uh, GOP North Carolina precinct GOP chair Don Yelton, and my man Don Yelton, he's up on the screen now, uh, said a few things that probably he's your you know, man. He, yeah, your man, Don man he said that. Bro. Are you his friend? I heard, I heard him. Friend? I heard him say that. I, f- my man, I didn't hear to hear that. <laughs> that didn't happen. My man, my main man. <laughs> we share the same views, Don Yelton and I. <laughs> Uh, he went on and basically, if you, if you don't see this, we don't have it. If you don't see this, you check this out. He he basically went on and, uh, and was interviewed and went on to say a bunch of crazy things. And it's like one of these things where like, I call it the the the, uh, the Nathan Jessup, the, the Colonel Jessup uh, syndrome from A Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the hubris of Colonel Jessup saying like, you know, yeah, I did it. And I'm doing it. Who's going to do it? You? Like, I'm out here. That's what I do. Yeah, Get off me. Very audacious. The audacious. Yeah. And, the, the, and so he, basically what he's saying is, yeah, yeah, I mean, shoot, there's black, black folks are, you know, every now and then we got one or two of them trying to, uh, 
<laughs> try to vote, try to try to fraud, do some fraud, and and and, the, and the, but anyway, he went through and he called essentially black folks you know, lazy and and said that they you know want to um, you know they want to uh, have the government help them out and pay for them. Uh, he in context he said you know black people use nigger all the time. Uh, he said that when he sent out a picture of President Obama in a voodoo doctor. Uh, thing on Facebook, he posted this picture of, of, of President Obama as a voodoo doctor. He said he was just making fun of his white half. That was the, the, <laughs> he, it's okay because his white half can do that. Uh, he said a lot of things, and, and, and you know, Yusuf Man, uh, I keep this, uh, Asif Man, Manvi. Manvi, think Asif Manvi. Asif Manvi. He said a great, he had a great line when he's like, you know, you know, we can hear you, right? Like you're saying <laughs> things out loud. Anyway, my point is. A lot of stuff, and I'm completely butchering this whole thing because you should mm-hmm. just watch it. But the point is that this happened. The Daily Show put it out. It went viral because it actually aired, yeah. and as, as things do, they air on you know on, on broadcast, broadcast. In this case, cable. And then, as things do, they go on the internet and they go viral. And this went nuts. And as a result, yesterday, uh, you know, good old Don resigned. And I just think it's. I just want to talk about just how you know. Well, he was forced to resign. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I resign on my thing, own goodwill. Well, let's just say he was forced to resign. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say. I I just think this this is this is fits right sort of in the social media aspect of the, of the tech side is that it also fits in our culture side because you have you know look this is a this is this is culture and technology and politics intersecting in a really interesting way because you have the Daily Show which is a comedy show you know but obviously a very politically political comedy show uh, that also uses social media heavily and, and, and for satire and social social commentary. And, uh, you know, when you say things like this on The Daily Show uh, it, it, and you say them to the world, then there'll be consequences. Well, I appreciate your man, Don. Oh! Because I mean, <laughs> he, he spoke with no mirage. And, I, and, I, and that's what, you know, I'd rather know who I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? I agree 100%. I'd rather know how you really think versus being political or using diplomacy to, to win me over or win someone over. Like, that's how he thinks. And he was being transparent. And the way he was interviewed, he, he, he had no guard up. And so, yeah, his mouth got him in trouble. It's really funny because when The Daily Show first came out, when they did these interviews, I think a lot of people didn't know who these people were, these sure. correspondents were. But nowadays, a lot of them welcome it. Uh, they welcome it. I, I mean, and they know they're going to be made fun of in a way, but this is the worst case scenario. Well, it could be I, good. It's, it's good. It's good to be like people go on Bill Maher all the time. People yeah. go on these, on these shows or like people go on Stewart or go on Colbert because they know it makes them look, you know, it looks like they get, they're in on the joke and I mean, it's fine. So, yeah, as long as it looks like they're in on the joke, that's the secret. Here, here was something that got shot that and apparently this guy thought he could be really funny. He thought he was at a, I don't know, he thought he was at a... I don't think he was trying to be funny. Yeah, I, I, no. I definitely don't think he was trying to be funny. Well, I think he was to, being sincere. He was yeah. being sincere, but he was being very open in the way he was talking. It was like, that's the kind of thing that you shouldn't be saying on TV. Obviously, you shouldn't be saying on TV at all. I, I, look, I'm not trying to make him sound a certain way. I'm just saying that... I'm just I was just shocked at everybody else when I saw him say that stuff. Well, I, I look, I, just, I, I, I agree with you, Akili, 100%. Like, I... Love this. I love it because not that he got, you know, not that he had resigned or whatever else. I mean, I'm glad he did, but, you know, but I love it that, you know, uh, he, he was able to, we, I want to know who these people are. Like, I don't like the whole idea of, like, we're going to say these things in the shadows. And then if this is what you believe, then this is what I believe. And he was very like, look, man, yeah. this is how it is. Who this is what's going on. The Daily Show could actually just 
do this as opposed to all the other right, right. Yeah. That's all very the other networks that do this that a, a comedy show I mean a, a relevant comedy right. show some people I mean there have been polls that more people get their news from The Daily Show than they do from uh, yeah. from like CNN so uh, but how amazing is this that the effect that this show has that it actually causes an upheaval in North Carolina. Well, I just if, if if it brings things like this, I think the object of the Daily Show is to in, inform and entertain. And so mm. I think in this case, this is a case of them informing and entertaining because it was funny because you know um, Asif Manvi. Oh, I said it right. Was yeah. very was very informative and funny. But like, <laughs> um, but I think that like in this case, it informed us that this is we need to know who our representatives are. Yeah. Like you, you know, you read, you see them on, a, in, on the paper, or you read it, or you read them online, and you kind of see a soundbite here or there, and you kind of think, oh, good old, good old Don. I mean, he's I, great. I, I think but they're... to see this, it's like, oh, and I'm well, sure, and I'm sure, and I'm not, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who are like, finally, he said it. Right, Thank right, God. Right. I mean, I, I like I had some a conversation with some of my Republican friends. Um, Earlier today, actually, this morning, and they were via text, and, they were, and a couple of guys were going like, well, you know, he shouldn't be on The Daily Show. Like, they're, they're, they're going to manipulate his words. I'm like, no, this wasn't some liberal comedy trip, trick. Like, he said it. <laughs> but I, I think they were very strategic in who they casted for the, for the spot. You know what I'm saying? I think they knew going into it that the dude was dumb, and they could, they could probably draw that out of him. He's like GOP a leader, brother. Like there's he's one a, or two. He's a precinct chair. I don't think they could have, yeah, you know, picked between him and and there were other people. I, I don't. I think he. They just got the guy they wanted for the story. I don't Fair think enough. they were really trying to bait him or, or bait someone like no, that. No, but I think I think they, they did. You're they, right. They probably did some research. Like we don't get this man. Yeah. This, this dude's gonna say some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you can like Banner wouldn't say anything. Probably, but not this to the guy's extent that it happened. Shit. But not to the extent this was a gold yeah. mine for them. They didn't even realize. Anyway. So, but I'm really curious to see my, what this does. I was does. making fun of my white half <laughs> what yeah i'm anyway. really curious to see what this does for the daily show as far as interviewing a lot of local politicians yeah. who are familiar with this knowing that if you say something wrong on the daily show even for comedy right it'd be pretty funny yeah well uh we i just wait that's just, so check that out please check it out on the daily show you can see it on the, on the comedy central website and uh it's everywhere just google uh don yelton daily show and that's everywhere yeah i want to uh really just quick get to one one gadget review because i don't think we have time for all three gadget reviews but we'll get to one gadget review which is uh the i'm very 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 interested in the return of tivo Okay, because I was a huge TiVo guy. I was an early, awesome. I was an early, early adopter of TiVo. I, I remember, excited. I loved it. I loved the boop, 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 boop. It was it changed the game. It was I'm, a CTG or changed the to gamer. Talk, I'm totally excited to talk about it too. So, uh, yeah. So TiVo. I mean, look, I I have still have a TiVo from a couple of years ago. I have a mm-hmm. lifetime pass on it. I love it. I use it. I have a Time Warner. I have a regular cable subscription, but yes. I actually have it plugged in. But this new TiVo, which came out a couple of months ago, the TiVo, uh, the Romeo Plus and the Romeo Pro. They're mm-hmm. two different versions of it is a phenomenal phenomenal uh device you can record up to six uh six programs at once right <laughs> if there are six things on the tv that you can watch at the same time then kudos to you man that's you, my, wow that, that's, that's real for me that's real for you yeah okay. that's real I, right. I, I i have conflicts all the time i can take awesome. four things right now all right i've conflict i've conflicts all the time wow i've conflicts but i don't think i've conflicts for more than four but anyway because <laughs> there's only four net there's four or five, some networks, geek, five networks some geek you are some nerd you are i know right well i can't watch everything but anyway but with tivo romeo and Ro- pro and romeo <laughs> plus you possibly can watch everything anyway so you can record up to six it also also includes Hulu Plus and Amazon. And of course, you have to subscribe to these services. Netflix, Pandora. You can pull stuff off the internet. It's it's really really good. And one of the features when uh, these two 
devices that Romeo Plus and Romeo Pro came out, uh, they said they were going to have streaming on your mobile devices. Right. So the app, the new TiVo app, just came out on iOS devices only. It'll be uh, it'll be Android early next year. And with this device, you as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection for the, the time being right now, I could be here and I could have recorded something on my TiVo and say, oh, I want to watch that, and I could stream it. On my iPad or on my iPhone. No, that's new. No, that, that, that's, that's brand new. new. And yeah, that no is that. serious, uh, serious not, stuff. Not, actually, I have Time Warner and the DVR they gave me. I, I can watch shows that I recorded on my iPad as well. Oh, you can? Really? I can. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on then. No. I've never heard no, that. Well, yeah. U-verse, I, I, I have U-verse and I love U-verse. Yeah. But, well, let me tell you about this app because at least I'm sure there might be some improvements on it from the time Warner. First of all, I don't. I'm not a fan of the um, DVRs that usually come with like Time Warner or Comcast or any oh, of those. God. I just prefer. They're I just terrible. prefer the simplicity of the TiVo. So, I agree. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, well, with, the, with the exception do, of the, uh, the the AT&T Uverse is is really a great platform, great interface, great DVR. Okay. I haven't tried Shout that Shout out one. to Uverse. Go ahead. Cool. But uh, what I really like about this is you know when you're streaming, a lot of problems with streaming is depending on the bandwidth that you have. Sometimes it's a little choppy. Mm. Right. So what's really cool about the Ivo, uh, the, the Ivo, the TiVo app is you can actually say, can you please, please partially download some of the show? So you download a few minutes of the show and then you can start watching it from there. And this way, at least oh. you get to catch up to it, What's which that? is really good. Now you can, this only works for TV shows that you have recorded or started recording on your TiVo. So you can technically see a show that record, started recording 10 minutes ago and watch it from another location. And there are some still just trying to work out. I guess not every single show due to copyright laws can't really get broadcast like you might get stopped on some things okay. but it's a really really interesting app TiVo is great I mean for all you people who love TV I think TiVo is phenomenal and it's it's an extra Look, buy to, to own one of those things what's and the it's price a extra point work. what's, what's the, the price point, point on it uh, I believe it's five ninety nine. I, I think there's several it starts Oof. around four ninety nine and five ninety nine. yeah alright that's kind of steep but well okay so just two, two quick things um I have, you know, I have three quick questions for you. First question is, um, how, you know, for, for those of those who have Uverse and have, you know, DirecTV and have Time Warner, how does this help with the integration of what you're doing? Because uh, is, is you buy the separate box. That's always confusing to me. Well, first of all, it's You buy the separate box and it's like, well, which do I? How does this it's work? It's cheaper on your cable bill for starters just because you, you do need uh, special cable cards that your cable provider can, can install for you. And okay. the cable cards are cheaper. They're still prop- property of the cable company, but they're cheaper than b- having a box. Mm-hmm. So this would be instead of instead so, of so I, so no I would go to you. You don't need a box, yeah. You no box, just I, I got the TiVo. Give and me they the, bring give me someone the card. to install it. There's some extra cost, but Great. again, you know, I just find it completely helpful. Question, question number two. Yeah. Uh, the, the TiVo remote, which was also great and simple. How is it in terms of being able to control all these other devices like your like like your blue like your blue Blu-ray player and. You know, that was my other issue, like, with, with, the, T- with the old TiVo remote. It was like- I didn't have it for uh, – I mean, it works on my TV just fine, okay. the one I have. Uh, I have not tried uh, anything new with it, so right. I'm not sure. But I love the functionality of it. Everyone's familiar with the boop-boop, yep. you know, from the remote. I mean, the sure. remote's great. It feels good. It, yep. it, it operates really well. And last last question is, how is it in, in the integration with these new – uh, the new two new gigantic platforms that come out, video game platforms that come out, Xbox One and PS4, uh, you know, who have a lot of sort of media. They, there's a battle to be the main. Everybody wants to be one box in your house. Yeah. So can these things coexist, in your opinion? I mean, they can coexist. I mean, you buy you don't buy an Xbox or a PlayStation 4 as of yet, really, to, to watch media. It's just an added addition. Yeah. So it really is just which, you know what, it, you have to reserve that for when those two come out and you to compare the dashboard and ease 
of getting on these extra sites. Got it. Because I think sense. that's important. I have I have multiple ways to get on uh, on Netflix as well. I prefer it on my iPad as right. opposed to some of the other ones. I think it really depends on when we see the other ones. Okay, cool. Well, uh, well, thanks, Nando. That's a, that's a hot. I'm, I'm, I'm checking it out. I really want to do it. I've been wanting to do it. Get back in TiVo for years. I'm, I'll drop my. $500 and <laughs> try it out again. Uh, I think that's it. That's all we have time for. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get to my race cars one. I have these race cars I want to talk about. Self-driving race cars. We'll get to them one day. We'll talk about the iPad, new iPad Air next week as well. Yeah. But uh, for now, Nando, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at NandoVel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. Uh, Akili Shine. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E. And I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell. Also on Instagram at Joe Braswell. This is Geek Nerd Tech, GNT. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Kristen, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. That's all. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.